0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA, the host of this podcast, and as always, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend a few minutes with us as we bring in some of the most respected names in industry to share their views on what is going on with dental assistants today as well as in our dental industry. And I am so excited today to be uh, joined by someone who uh, has created A reputation for themselves, has really built a business for themselves, and really has, has, I believe, a finger on the pulse, shall we say, of what's going on in today's uh, dental practice as well as today's dental industry. And that's Dr. Grace Yum. Dr. Yum, how are you today?
1: I'm well. Thank you so much for having me on your show and for that lovely introduction. I really hope that I can provide value and resonate with your audience today.
0: I have no doubt you will. I've, I've had the pleasure of, of being on your podcast as well as working with you at the recent Dental Trade Alliance meeting, and I've really gotten to enjoy getting to know you, but I'd love for our audience to get to know you a little bit before we dive in today.
1: Sure. Well, I have an extensive dental history, shall I say, not, not just <laughs> my own mouth. But as far as my professional career, I started out as a dental assistant when I was 18 years old and I have done every job there is in the office from scrubbing the toilet to sweeping floors, pouring models, picking out the air bubbles in the models, (laughs) sending them out. I've pulled paper charts, you know, back then when they were alphabetical order, um, there were no computers. It was typewriter. I had to typewrite insurance, you know, to submit had to do it all. So front desk, calling patients, scheduling, rescheduling, canceling, dental assisting, porn, you know, taking impressions, being thrown up on, you name it, I have done it.
0: <laughs> and, and I think that experience speaks so well to, to why you, you, as I said earlier, had that finger on the pulse of what's going on right now. And and that's one thing that I'd love to talk to you about for just a moment, because you know when you and I met uh, in Southern California at the Dental Trade Alliance meeting, we, we talked a little bit about the the rise of the the all female dental practice and what is going on out there right now. Mm-hmm. And and I know so much of our audience is is female, and and obviously with you with mommy dentists and business, what are you seeing and what have you experienced for yourself uh, in an all female practice, and what can our dental assistant listeners need to know about that from your perspective?
1: Sure. I would love to answer that in many different (laughs) ways. I should say, you know, first I want to say that every, every dental practice has a personality, every office, and that personality will vary from the leadership down. So if the practice owner is male or female, that leadership style and the practice culture is a reflection of the leader. Now, if the leader doesn't want to lead and basically allows the team to lead for themselves, that might look different. And some male leaders are different from female leaders. And so I think if you are a dental assistant or a team member in any capacity, that is going to look different wherever you land. And I'm just going to say it right now. Every office has drama. You can't escape it. There are very few that have little to none, and it might look the same, just a different practice. So if you are in a very toxic environment, please remove yourself. But if you're in a really good one and once in a while there's a bump in the road, I think you need to cherish that and really reflect on what your position is and how you bring value to that office and the patients that you serve. In an all-female practice, there's disadvantages and advantages to an all-female practice. And now that more and more women are dentists and becoming dentist practice owners, you will see a variety of different types of culture. And, and some of the women that are graduating are buying the practices of male dentists that are ready to retire. And sometimes that transition will look different. So I think in general, majority of the time, dental auxiliary or dental team is, is female. It's just the nature of the business. Yes, you will have some male hygienists and male assistants, but I would say majority are female. And when a woman becomes an owner or steps into that leadership role, that dynamic, that uh, relationship can change because leadership styles, again, vary. And I'm not gonna say a stereotypical male versus female. It, it is obviously to the person, but I think that there's a lot of dynamics at play and one just has to assess that because it does come down to personality.
0: Amen. And, and I think if we put, you know, female dentists in a box, male dentists in a box, that, that that's doing a disservice. I, I think, as you said, everybody is different. Everybody, every situation is different as well.
1: So, I, I mean, I'll, I'll add to that. You know, I, I do want to add to that. So, so for an example would be like female dentists are very relationship oriented and relational, right? And sometimes there's expectations that women leaders are more sympathetic or should be more understanding. and, it's a given that a male dentist won't be as empathetic and won't be as emotional. And so if a dental team member comes to the owner with an issue or problem, they'll often expect a female practitioner or owner to empathize and to take their side and to be more personable. And if they don't get that response, then they automatically peg them for being you know, not so nice and not understanding yet in that same exact scenario, if they approached a male leader and a male dentist owner, they would walk away thinking, okay, you know, and being okay with that response. And so there is that female male kind of dynamic, dynamic, again, it's, it's personality dependent, but I think in general, there can be a slippery slope with expectations. Uh, another thing that I would say is that women dentist owners, tend to want to be liked versus male dentists have a fine line, right? Like this is the line, this is our relationship. You work for me, I'm your boss, and that's the line. We don't toe that line. And I think sometimes with women dentists, because they want to have a relationship with their team, they can sometimes blur the lines without themselves even knowing it. And often that professional work relationship, they mistakenly turn that into a friendship. And and I'm not saying that you can't be friends. You can be friends outside the office, but then it gets a little hairy, right? Well, then if you become friends, then they expect you to be more understanding that they can't come to work because of X, Y, Z. Or if they're friends, they decide, oh, well, then I get these benefits because I'm friends. And so friendship versus a boss and employee-employer relationship it can get hairy and there are very few people that can actually go back and forth from that line. They they can cross that line and back and be okay. But I do think that it can get muddied and that's where I think I see a lot of women owners face challenges with their team members is when they, they cross that line and then try to take it back
0: it's it's a great point and you you mentioned that bump in the road a few minutes ago that you know we all face on a daily basis no matter what we do you know as as a as a dentist and maybe trying that relationship with your team is that something you want to know about those bumps in the roads how much do you want to be in the know with your team regarding uh, how they're feeling what they're they're looking toward or is it something that you really just want to know whenever the, you know something really escalates to a certain level?
1: I think that really depends on the owner. And then it also depends on the size of the practice, right? If you're an owner and you only have two employees, well, you know what? You're going to know about it. There's only two of them. And uh, you know it's just going to ultimately get on your, on your uh, desk and you'll find out. But as you grow and there are more layers in your company, you may be removed from being in the know. Because there's only so many... Hours in the day, right? It's like having kids. Like if you have one kid, you're like immersed with that child. You know everything. You have two kids. Now you're a little spread apart. You have three, four, five kids. By the time it's the fifth kid, you're like whatever. (laughs) They're alive. (laughs) And it's, it's a little bit like a dental team. By the time you get your fifth, sixth, seventh employee, you may not have that personal relationship anymore with that person, you know, with your team member. Your first team, two team members are going to be the one, the ones you call ride or die, the ones that are thick and thin, that you know most about, that you they can uh, sense every move you make. But as you add more people, you just don't have the time. And that's where I think you will be more removed from situations and not being in the know. Now, if you, for me, what I wanted to know, I wanted to know an important things, right? Like retention mechanism. Like if somebody's while in the wobble, we call it, like if, if my manager can say, Hey, you know what, Angela, I think she's on the wobble. I think she's unhappy here. I think she mentioned something about, Oh, maybe I'll do something else. Or maybe I'll, you know, go to a different office. We, we don't want to lose Angela. We really value Angela, okay, well, part of my job then with the office managers, how do we turn that around? You know, if she said something and you told me, how do we turn that around before it's too late? Because sometimes employees already, when they go on that other interview, they've checked out, they're gone. You can't get them back and it's too late. Right. And, and maybe you could have done something to turn things around, especially if you want to keep them in your practice so things like that i want to know about now if angela's sister's boyfriend is you know um not going to propose and things like that i don't want to know about right
0: (laughs) got it yeah sure of course (laughs) well you know and, and i want to ask because you said you've done everything in the practice. You've been a dental assistant. How did kind of that been there, done that change your view or mold your view of dental assistants and dental team members today?
1: That's a great question. I would have to say, because of my background, I'm able to help my team members with their roles and responsibilities. So I can say, hey, I've done this before. And I know what it's like to be in your shoes. I think the front desk is one of the hardest things, hardest jobs is the front desk. And I can say, I've been there. I know what that feels like when patients try to throw their weight around or they try to get what they want and they're not listening. I know what that's like. And these are the tools that I've used so that I can skirt the issue or do my job. So I want to be able to give my team members the tools that they need to do their role or perform to, you know, for their role effectively. And that is my responsibility is, did I give you those tools? And when I know what that's like, I can give them those tools.
0: And those tools, you know, you and I were talking before we came on the air. And as we wrap up, I want to make sure that I give you the opportunity because you you were saying how much that you appreciated dental assistants, especially in today's working environment, and and I just wanted to you know, kind of ask, what, what is it about dental assistants that you appreciate, both as a business owner and as a dentist as well?
1: Well, first of all, appreciation is a two-way street, and I think that dental assistants who perform well, who show up on time, their scrubs are neat and orderly they're organized. They know how to work with patients. They always say the right thing and they just make your life easier. Oh my gosh, those assistants, you just want to hold on to forever. And you want to bonus them before they ask. You want to give them a pay raise before they ask. You want to value them. And I think it's really important. I remember as a dental assistant, the doctors that valued my time and me, that was a job well done. Here's a gift card to California pizza kitchen. Go get some dinner you know, here's a $20, you know, bill go to Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts and get yourself a treat. Even associate doctors, you know, they thanked me for staying late, working into my lunch. They recognized, you know, that I put in the effort. Hey, that was a really difficult procedure, but you did awesome. Thank you. That goes a long way. I think recognition and just a little thank you goes a long way. And I want to say to dental assistants, thank your doctor's You know, see, it goes both ways and say to the doctor, I really love working here. And I really enjoy working with you. Or thank you for the opportunity. You know, I had one um, dental assistant. She was actually front desk and her, she came to me from a veterinarian's office. She knew nothing dental. She was front desk for vet. She wanted to go to hygiene school. And I said, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you get there. And I'll give you the tools. I'm gonna write you a letter of recommendation. I'm going to help you two, three years into it. You know, she's taking her courses and everything. She was upset about something and she said, she's giving her two week notice. And I don't even remember what she was upset about. And I said, okay, thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. Um, I'm really excited for you because she was accepted to hygiene school. And, um, she said, well, I'm the one who did the work. I didn't need that letter of recommendation. And you know, she basically said to me, you know, you didn't help me. I did it all myself. And I said, okay, if that's your perspective, okay, you know, what am I going to do? Right. And then my, my desk, my office, I always leave the door open and it's connected to the hygiene bay and I can hear everything. And that was kind of designed that way. So I can kind of hear what's going on on the floor. And she was cheating a patient and the mom was sitting in the chair and, you know, they were going into the background. She's like, I got accepted to hygiene school and I am so excited to start and, you know, but blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. And the mom said, wow, Dr. Yum was nice enough to give you this opportunity to work here so you could get the experience to go to hygiene school. And that that was an interesting moment and i heard her response and said you know she stuttered and she was like oh yeah yes and what was she going to say no but right at the moment but that was an interesting moment in that other she couldn't see the opportunity the opportunity that presented itself for her she couldn't see it yet others could
0: it's it's very interesting and and i love the fact that you've you know you you kind of keep an ear out for what is going on out there and, and i know that, that helps you be a better leader as well to, to kind of know the the environment and have that uh, temperature check every once in a while
1: yeah it's really Im- important and you know what as a doctor for doctors who are listening or dental assistants who want to tell your doctors it's okay like a lot of assistants are afraid of their doctors they're afraid of the boss they're afraid to speak up give them the feedback don't be afraid because the office we need you and you need us, right? That's the way it works. And the office is only as good as its weakest link, right? If the practice flow, you're constantly late for patients because the dentist is in the office just on Facebook all day and checking emails, it's not going to work. Patients are going to be like, why am I waiting 20 minutes? Right? So, I always had my ear out and I would hear them, oh, okay, I'm done with the exam. I'm going to get Dr. Yum. I'd get up and get out there before they came to me. You know, I heard you. I'm coming.
0: Yep. Yep. And and I think that just speaks to that leadership that you talked about because not every dentist is a leader. Not every dentist will be up and that ready. Uh, you know, so I think, again, every practice is different. Every dentist is different. I think that that's a real important point to take away from today for, for every assistant who's listening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And for assistants that are listening, you know, honestly, communication is very important. You need to communicate and say, you know what, doctor, if you want a thriving practice and your goal is to be on time, I can do that, but you need to step up. You know, if, if you want to hit goals, we have to work as a team and identify because it just reaching a goal does, isn't the just job of one person. Reaching a goal means everyone has to do their part to reach that goal.
0: Absolutely. Such such great information, such great insight. And I know our listeners may have questions. They may want to reach out, uh, you know, learn a little bit more about you, learn a, bit, a little bit more about what you're doing to impact the dental industry. So uh, what's a good way for them to learn more about you or, or reach out to you if they want to follow up?
1: Sure. Look for us on Facebook. We have a, a public Facebook page business page that mommy Denison business media network and you can also find us on instagram at mommy dennison business so find us on instagram you can also visit our website at MommyDips.com, and we'd be so happy to hear from you
0: dr yama as always it's been a pleasure i always love our interactions and thank you so much for taking time out of your scheduled day to speak to our assistants
1: thank you well thank you for having me and assistants you are awesome keep showing up and doing an awesome job because we love you guys. And, uh, you know, patients love you as well. You are a valuable asset to all practices.
0: Could not have said that any better. And and for, you know, we love having uh, dentists on here who have that heart, who have that experience and who have that, those tips to share with you on how to have a better day and a better career. So, Uh, Our thanks to Dr. Young for taking time out of her schedule. Our thanks to you for listening to this podcast and being a part of it. We love bringing experts in the industry to you, and we will keep doing that every week here on the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, powered by Ignite DA. For now, this is Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off, and as always, reminding you that together we rise.